One of the most overrated things in life is why. Why do people do what they do? And that doesn't just stop in the real world. It also transfers over to the sports world. Why did Wilt Chamberlain never beat Bill Russell in championship games? Why does Charles Barkley not have a championship ring, but often criticizes player like he's an 11-time world champion? Why the hell does Steph Curry continuously manage to get open? Well, the bottom line is sometimes in life, the why is inconsequential to the result. And the big question as to why today in the sports world is, why are the Clippers so damn awful with James Harden? What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Unparalleled Sports Talk with Joe's Kwame Fisher-Jones. As always, I am him. And let's talk to why we're here today. The Clippers are in trouble. The Los Angeles Clippers, bottom line, are in trouble. They made a horrific trade. Steve Ballmer got on the line, as you heard in a previous episode, called Josh Harris, owner of the Sixers, and they made an awful trade. And it wasn't a bad trade because James Harden is a bad player. He's not a bad player. He's not a bad person. He just doesn't fit what they need right now. And in fact, he doesn't fit anything that Kawhi Leonard has had success with in his career. And Kawhi Leonard, last I checked, was your best player. And last I checked, in building a championship team, you want to align your best player with guys that help make him better. And that isn't the case with James Harden. And now the Clippers sit 0-4 with James Harden and and I'm not a big numbers guy, but some numbers are just too damn big to ignore. Clippers are 0-4 with James Harden. And four of those losses, and two of those losses, they've lost by double digits. So they've been blown out in two of the four losses. And three of those four losses have been on the road, which is a red herring because that's where players allegedly bond. That's where players hang out with each other, and that's where coaches get a chance to sit in each, sit in their hotel rooms, sit in the lobby, sit in the bar, and strategize about ways to use players and implement players to get guys going. They get practice time on the road. Clippers have lost three of those four on the road. And when you really sink, sink your teeth into these losses, Knicks. Nets, Mavs, Grizzlies, ain't a world beater amongst that group. Now, you can take some solace in knowing that it was four games in six days. You got a veteran group. Maybe guys are just a little winded. It was also on the road. But again, Knicks, Nets, Mavs, Grizzlies, my man, the Clippers are in serious trouble and ain't no life raft coming for them. There ain't no motivational speech that's going to motivate these dudes. 16 quarters. I'm sure a lot of sports fans are familiar with plus minus. In the basketball world, plus minus essentially tells you how a guy has performed, how a team performs when a guy's on the court, score-wise. It doesn't really give you the nuance or the context and who was on the court when they were going to get time in the game and all that stuff. But the bottom line is, you know, if a guy's on the court and team outscores the opponent by, let's say, eight points, then that team, that guy, that player gets assessed essentially a plus eight. So his team, he's a plus eight on the court. When James Harden's been on the court with the Clippers for 16 quarters, been on the court a total of 16 quarters, my man. 16 quarters, my friends. Three of those 16 quarters, he's managed to be on the plus side, meaning the Clippers have been ahead in the scoreboard. Now, keep in mind, he started every game. He's four of those games. So that's four quarters by itself. 
So it in essentially three of the sixteen quarters they couldn't manage to get they could they could only manage to get two points ahead of the opponent. That's pretty bad. So thirteen quarters they've been behind. And in some cases behind by 10, 12, 15, 20. Now the you know, everybody everybody wants to give you the why. As I said earlier, why does James Harden suck? Well, James Harden doesn't play well with others. That's not true. He's got a 67 win season under his belt playing with James Hart, uh, playing with Chris Paul, playing alongside Eric Gordon, playing alongside Trevor Reza, who's a one of the better three and D players in the NBA. So he's got success on his team. He's been a terrific player in history. Now, granted, he's been successful playing one style away. We all know the dribble, 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 like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, having an opportunity to have a guy dominate the ball and get other players involved could give those dudes a reprieve that could possibly lend itself to them being healthy later on to the season. But that don't look like that's going to happen. These numbers, and it's not just the numbers, it's the way they play. They look lifeless. They look lost. They look shell-shocked. And there's no, there's no way to identify why. And if you spend energy and time trying to get fixated on adjusting the why, you'll never address the result. You'll never address the consequence. Now, some cases you find the why they suck. And you won't make that trade again. But the Clippers, specifically Tyron Lue, can't be fixated on fixing that. Why? They need to find a way to change the result. And the best way to change that result is possibly put Harden on the bench. Now, is he going to play on the bench? I don't care. That's where you're going. Will he be unhappy? I don't care. That's where you're going. Will you get the best of James Harden? I don't care. That's where you're going. You got a sense of the theme here? The Clippers are in trouble. And I've said it four times in the show, and I'm going to say it another four times. And the only way to fix this trouble is to eliminate the, eliminate the ingredient that's causing the trouble, and that's James Harden. They're going to have to find a way to implement James Harden with the second unit. Right now, they sit three and six, I believe. The Clippers are three and six. I got to double check that. But yeah, the Clippers right now sit about three and six. They were three and two before Harden got there. So they weren't lighting the world on fire anyway. But they're a veteran club. They would have definitely turned the corner and it been healthy. But yeah, they, they've. Why can't he play with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook? I don't give a, I don't give a rat. You know what about why at this point? You can't search for the why. You don't have time to search for the why. You don't have the needs, the necessary tools to search for the why. 
You have to put Harden on the bench, and he has to figure it out. We ain't got time to hold your hand. The West is loaded. Phoenix, Denver, the Lakers, and no one's going to cry for a Clippers organization that added a malcontent that seems to be the poster child for why everyone hates player movement. Although I'll never understand in a world where everybody wants to be able to make their own decisions, no one wants government to tell them what to do, God forbid a player be able to want to move. But that's neither here nor there. Stay in your lane. Move back in my lane here. The Clippers need to put James Harden on the bench and let him figure it out. They need to go back to the roster that they were starting the season with. Sands, maybe a player here and there. Search the waiver wire for another shooter. Maybe another defender, a long player, and move forward. If they don't, this four-game losing streak, this four-game losing streak will just be a microcosm of what's about to come. Because you've got guys that ain't going to take losing well. And they all are going to, they all are going to display their frustrations in different ways. Kawhi is going to be hurt. He's going to have a, 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 he's going to have a multitude of soft tissue injuries. That's what's going to happen with Kawhi. That's how he's going to manifest his frustrations for losing. Paul George is going to start doing four or five podcasts a day. That's how he's going to show his way of losing. And Russ Westbrook is going to put on a Superman cape and start smacking fans at a single bound. That's how Russ is going to show his, his fascination for losing. And James Harden is going to start taking trips to Miami, trips to Puerto Rico. He's going to start doing everything but playing basketball. You can't have that happen if you're the Clippers. You don't want that to happen, and you don't need that to happen. These are four future, well, three future Hall of Famers and one fringe Hall of Famer in Paul George. I believe one of the better coaches in the NBA in Tyron Lue. They can fix this, but they have to identify two things. A, we can fix this, and B, no one gives a rip about why Harden sucks. They can identify those two things. They'll be all right. You got to ignore the media. You got to ignore all the foolishness that's going to come about when you put James Harden on the bench. But he's got to go on the bench. In fact, do it a situation where, you know, doing warm-ups. All right, my starters, come here. Harden, hold on. You stay there. Could be a situation where maybe you hide his jersey for the first 15, 20. I'm being facetious, but the point is you don't have to let him know until game time. You can make a change in your starters and take the fine to start the game. Meaning you can put out that Harden's going to start and then at the last minute make a change. And with all fantasy play and gambling, uh, gambling going on, there might be a fine associated with that from the league. Take that hit. But that will send a shockwave through your team like, look, while there's no I in team, there's two I's in championship. And there's a me in team. And that I over there and that me over there known as James Harden ain't fitting rocking, ain't rocking well with the team. Why? It's neither here nor there. This is what we're going to do. One of the most overrated things in life is why. Spend your time trying to fix why. You're losing time addressing the result. Or the consequences of why. That's it for this, that's it for this episode of Unparalleled Sports Talk. As always, man, if you like the podcast, like the podcast. Share the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Comment on the podcast. Do whatever your podcast platform allows you to do. As always, I appreciate your time of year. You be easy.